Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. This is Jobs Day. We'll be talking about that and more. Plus, GDP comes out today. So a lot of interesting things to uh, talk about. We've seen a flip in the uh, futures. And so uh, there's just a lot of stuff happening, as well as a few earnings coming in. So I'm glad you joined us this morning. Looking forward to our conversation with Dave. Hey, remember, with all the volatility we're seeing, if you don't know exactly how much risk you have in your current portfolio, it is vitally important that you get a hold of us and let's walk you through our financial x-ray to determine what that looks like for you and your retirement. Hey, Dave's coming up next. Looking forward to our conversation with him today. This being about 7 a.m., all of a sudden the uh, index has started selling off. I mean, it's not Armageddon by any measure, but something went on and we can't figure out what it was. And uh, we're reasonably well plugged in and we can't figure it out for sure. Let's go downtown and see what Phillips' take on the situation is. From Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler on the line to help us analyze our retirement funds today. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. You know, we're coming in to this is actually the last Thursday of March. Um, you know, we're about to finish up the first full, the last full week of March. Um, and I was hoping that we would see some better things happening as we head into the end of this uh, first quarter of 2021. You know, it kind of looked like we were going to until about an hour or so ago, and that was what I was alluding to when we started this thing. I mean, yesterday, uh, not a good day by any measure. Dow was basically flat, off by three points. Standard & Poor's off by 21, and NASDAQ continued its slide as uh, some investors are shifting from the uh, tech stocks and the interest-sensitive stocks to a little bit more probably blue-chip holdings more than anything else. But things were looking fairly decent, then suddenly about 7 a.m. this morning, uh, the Dow suddenly just drops like a rock, and the other indexes do as well. Uh, darn near 200 points from the overnight high. Uh, near as you and I could figure, as just much as anything, which kind of got a little bit nervous, and a few computers said we don't like something and sold a whole pile of junk, right? It's got to be what it is, Dave. I mean, there's some uncertainty that's hitting out there that um, is obviously making traders a little uneasy. Um, you had um, both Powell and Yellen yesterday um, putting some stuff out there, and I don't know if that caused it. Finally, people digesting it or some of the earnings coming out that have been digested and people are looking forward saying, well, you know, there's some uncertainty out there. AstraZeneca had some issues, um, you know, so there's just some things out there that are causing uncertainty. And you and I both know that the one thing the stock market hates more than anything else is uncertainty and uh, it's getting that, a full that, dose today and yeah that it is because the data when we get to the economic data that come out generally it's it's all pretty good news but just all of a sudden and there are some things that are causing uncertainty powell yesterday and the chairman of the federal reserve uh talked about how they were in the process of unwinding all their asset purchases and tapering that off by a bit and he promised everybody they'd be completely transparent. What do you say? Great transparency. That almost sounded Trumpian in language uh, when they unwind their asset purchases, which is cool because it means the Federal Reserve is going to start letting the economy do what the economy is going to do as far as uh, as far as asset purchases. My presumption is the market would like that. Yeah, I, I definitely would. I mean, I, obviously, transparency is a good thing. 
Now, the question is, do they believe him? You know, that's, uh, that's the other part of the issue there, Dave, is that, uh, you know, those guys, the talking heads can say all they want to say, but, you know, there, there has to be faith in their words, and sometimes that's where the uncertainty comes in. And uh, in fairness, a Republican appointed Federal Reserve chairman during a Democratic administration with his predecessor in place as the Treasury secretary, uh, that gives you some pause at the very least to wonder how much his words are going to carry any weight whatsoever. Well, yeah, and how long he's going to be there. Uh, Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, Move to the data as it comes up, because that, at the very least, we've gotten some certainty on. We know what's going on there. Uh, First-time unemployment claims, the first uh, report we get every Thursday morning. Uh, It was a pleasant surprise, 684,000 first-time claims for unemployment. That's both down from last week and a beat over what the market expected. And continuing claims, again, beating what the market expected and down from last week, down to 3.87 million. Those two numbers ought to give the market reason to be somewhat happy. You and I thought they would. And at 830, man, I was watching my ticker and hoping that there would be some uh, reprieve. And there was a slight reprieve, but it has now erased and gone back to where it was at 7 o'clock. Well, oh, poop. How about the GDP? We actually got a final read on the uh, fourth quarter domestic uh, gross domestic product. It also was a surprise. The market expected it to hold steady at a 4.1% growth rate. We got 4.3%. Once again, good news. You'd expect that would mean the market would turn up, and you're saying it isn't helping a bit, huh? It's not helping a bit. So, you know, it's just one of those things that everything that we're talking about right there in those economic numbers are in the rearview mirror, right? There are things that have happened in the past um, and are just now getting reported and finalized. And the, and the stock market, remember, is a forward-looking uh, animal. So it's looking ahead and it doesn't see anything that it can be certain about. And so that's causing what we're seeing today. And that's where we start alluding to the uncertainty that you and I were talking about a minute ago. Uh, AstraZeneca has supposedly rewritten and reissued their data. Uh, they got accused of using old, outdated data from their uh, from their clinical trials and their application to the government for emergency usage. Kind of shoots the credibility of some of the virus industry, uh, the vaccine industry, a little bit in the foot. Uh, so that's giving us a little bit of concern. And uh, just uh, there's just that general feeling of foreboding that we really don't know where we're going, I guess. Well, and I think that's that's probably a, what a big part of it is. You know, I mean, there's uh, vaccine news has a big impact on the the markets um, as well as as other things that, that pop up. And, and we'll talk about a little bit um, some of the earnings that have come out that um, look good, but their forward guidance or other issues are causing them to um, stock price to kind of fall. So, yeah, and that's the same way the stock market looks at things. It looks at at what it thinks is going to happen going forward, and it makes that decision on what a stock's worth based on that. Understood. And to to give everybody a little bit of reassurance, we're talking about a downturn. We're not talking about Armageddon, but it was a market enough change downward where at the very least it's worth observing. Uh, Get to that in a second. You do have some reports from the companies. Are they going to give us any good news this morning? Yeah, we've got a mixture. We do have some good news, but we've got some pretty bad news, too. Uh, Rite Aid. Um, you know, they're, they, they've seen some nice strides and in, in growth numbers in their stock price over the last year, uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, but they actually reported their, their full year numbers and they lost 
um, for the year compared to expecting $125 million profit. So um, that wasn't a good thing for them. Uh, they are getting beat up pretty bad, down 15%. Um, but, and, and then that seems to be, uh, I don't have the number, but the the, num- the indication is that that seems to be um, going over to like Walgreens because they were down 2% earlier this morning too uh, because of that. Uh, but then on the other side of the coin, we've got some good news from the restaurant uh, company, Darden Foods, Darden Restaurants. Um, they made 98 cents a share. Uh, that was much better than the 69 cents that were expected. Revenue beat expectations too. Now, obviously, because people couldn't go to the restaurant to eat, their same store restaurant sales tumbled um, like 27%. But um, but it was less than what everybody had expected. And so Darden's getting a nice little bump this morning, uh, up uh, almost 4.7%. They're right toward the top of my big winner list this morning. So I was wondering what it was because I was seeing the ticker coming through and showing same store sales down, 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 down on all their names. But they did more with less than they were expected to do, would be the simple summary. That's right. That's right. They were okay. able to, to make it happen. So then we had Restoration Hardware, which is now called just RH. Um, they, uh, they beat handedly by oh, about 40 cents a share. Um, their revenue beat expectations also. You know, people staying home, they've got these projects they're working on. So that's, that's been a good thing for them. Uh, and their stock's liking it. It's up 4.3% this morning. So, so there's good news there. Then, you know, we've talked about housing companies. And yeah. So KB Homes reported. They're uh, they one of the beat, ones we watch carefully. They, they are because they're a big, good indicator when it comes to the real estate and, and construction. Uh, they beat by 10 cents a share, um, came in at $1.02, but they missed on revenue um, in terms of projections. And so they've had a rise in orders, but they're having some delivery issues um, and some of their looking ahead supply chain issues. They're now 5.3% this morning. That's kind of interesting. Now, this was, this was their fourth quarter report, right? You know, it doesn't tell me whether it's their fourth. Good, it's, good it's, it's hard maybe. to tell who's running calendar year and who's running uh, fiscal year. So I, it doesn't tell me that. Yeah, the reason I was asking is we know that last month probably pretty well creamed the housing industry. We saw that on the figures, just given all the weather inter- interference. I was wondering if that might have affected their guidance at the very least showing delivery issues. You know, it doesn't say anything about that. Um, so I'm not real sure where that's coming from. The, um, the last one I have for you is HB Fuller Company. They, uh, they do a lot of adhesives and sealants and that kind of stuff, as well as their health and hygiene unit. Um, they came in at 66 cents a share, which is 19 cents ahead of estimates. Revenue was better than expected. Um, so they, they had a pretty good quarter. They're trading up about 1.3% right now. All righty. Resetting the table for the morning. I had an off day on Wall Street yesterday. Again, the largest losses in the techs and the uh, more volatile NASDAQ issues. 45 minutes before we open this morning, let's reassure folks that we're not talking about Armageddon because we really sound like we're into a state of stinking thinking this morning, Philip. How bad is it? 
I know it does, but it's just because we were really hoping that we could end this corner quarter on a strong note. Um, and it just isn't every, every day we see this, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. We've got the Dow down to about a half a percent, uh, as well as the S and P 500, almost a half a percent and, and NASDAQ's a little over a half a percent. So everybody's in that ballpark there, uh, but close to a half a percent. Small cap, the Russell 2000s down 1.1% this morning, getting hammered pretty good. Yeah. Uh, commodities are following suit. Everything's red today, Dave. We got silver down two and a half below $25. Uh, gold is down uh, about four tenths. And then we got crude oil down 3.4% this morning to $59.11 a barrel. Wow. That, that's just a little bit below the range where we were yesterday, but that's a big drop from the end of the day high, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It is a big drop. Absolutely. Overseas markets, a mixed bag in the Asian rim. Japan had a pretty good day yesterday. Everybody else was off fractionally. Europe is looking at us middle way through their day and saying, what the heck? They're all down by close to a full percent on the European exchanges. Philip, it uh, takes guidance, it takes stability, and sometimes when you look at knee changes in the futures the way we did this morning, it takes a little ice water in your veins, too, in order to assure a solid retirement future. How do I find you to get that solid future? Well, you know, Dave, one of the things I've seen lately is that, you know, folks, after coming out of last year where they were able to just kind of weather that storm and hold what they had, you know, now it's tactical, being able to come and make the right choices at the right time. is You don't want to be sitting still all the time. You want to be making sure your portfolio is making the changes needed with the economy and what we're seeing. If you're really static, give us a call. Let's make sure that's where you need to be. 863-382-0037. Uh, check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. And back here tomorrow morning with the end of the week look, and we're going to cross our fingers. We actually have some good news for Friday. Shall we make a try at it? I sure as heck hope so. I'd like to, I'd like to finish this week on a strong note. I'm getting kind of tired of feeling bummed when we look at the futures, aren't you? I am. I am. I'd like to see some green ink. Would be nice. Thank you, Philip. We'll see you tomorrow. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. If you owe $26.5 trillion. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Until then, so long.